The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open again to Psalm 119, we look today beginning with verse 105, a well-known verse, first a word of prayer, and then we can quote it together. Father, we come now in Jesus' name. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this time to teach and preach the word of the Lord. I ask you to help the listeners through your word. Strengthen hearts, I pray. May God receive all the glory. And may Christ be magnified in our preaching. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So today we would say God's word, a lamp and a light. The word of God has a luminous nature. It gives out light. It gives off light. Yea, it is the very light of God. So God's word as a lamp and a light is unto my feet and my path. This Bible, the King James Bible for you and I who speak in English, is a very personal book. It is God's word speaking and lighting up my way, my way, my path, my feet. His word is pure and perfect. It removes the darkness, gives me direction. My feet, this deals with my walk through life. His word lights up my steps one at a time. But his word for my path, this deals with my way of life, and his word lights up the road before me, shows me the right way to go in a dark world, and it gives me just enough light to see 
what lies just ahead. So the light of the Word of God. First of all, it gives me direction. Light removes the darkness. And when darkness is replaced by light, then I can see which way I am to go. But then also it gives me protection. Light that removes the darkness reveals the danger. And so that if there is a villain or a venomous serpent lying in the path, I know because the way has been lighted up. Direction for my life, protection for my life, but also instruction for my life. Light rules the day of which the believer is said to be a child of the day. We are not children of the night, but of the day. And so the book of the Lord, the law of God, gives me instruction, teaches me where to go, what to do, what to wear, what to say, what to think, who I am to be in this world below. But then also that which gives me direction, protection, instruction, God's word also gives me correction. Light not only removes the darkness, reveals the danger, rules the day, but it also reproves our deeds and so corrects our life and gives us the way which we are to walk. But then it also provides us with distinction and thus light reminds us of the day. On this word distinction, I mean that as we travel along as a stranger and pilgrim through this dark world below, the light of God, as found in His Word, provides us the way in which we are to walk. And as we walk in the light of His Word, it sets us apart, sanctifies us, removes us from all that is around us, and distinguishes us, sets us apart from the darkness all around us when others are wandering, stumbling, and lost in the darkness and blindness of sin. We will be known for the light in which we walk. John 8 and verse 12, Christ said, I am the light of the world. John 12 and 46, He that walketh in me shall not abide in darkness. Yes, God's word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. But now if you'll go over to verse 129, God's word, which is a lamp and a light, is something to walk in. We find that bore out as well in verses 132 through 135. But in verse 129, I asked you to mark that, thy testimonies are wonderful. Therefore doth my soul keep them. This word of God, the word of God, is something to wonder at. Thy testimonies are wonderful. So wonderful, he says. Therefore doth my soul keep them. So wonderful, he says. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. So wonderful, he says, I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for thy commandments. God's word, something to wonder at, but then something to walk in. This lamp and this light that we walk by 
is also something to walk in. Verse 132, Look thou upon me, and be merciful unto me, as thou usest to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of man. So will I keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. And so we would call your attention to verse 133. Order my steps in thy word. We as Baptist people say often, and would to God we'd live up to what we say, but we say often that the word of the Lord is our sole authority for faith and practice. One man put it like this. He's a dear missionary brother, worked in China and in the Philippines. And he says that the word of God shall be our first consideration and our final authority. I like the way he puts it. I've only added one thing for the middle. The word of God shall be our first consideration, our further reference, and our final authority. If we would have in our hearts this prayer, order my steps in thy word, then when the things of life happen, when it's time to make a decision, or when a problem arises, or when a question is raised, or when there's a a rumble in the family, our first consideration must be the Word of God. The answer is found. The verse is given. The principle is taught. The precept is shared. It is obeyed. That believer goes a little farther down the road, and that which became our first consideration now must be our further reference other things, other times, these things must be addressed. And what we did at the first, when we considered the Word of God, opened its pages, poured over its words, searched out its passages, learned of its doctrines, and brought our life under the authority of God's Word, we must do it again, brethren. It's not just enough to do it the first time. Do it again and again and again our first consideration, and our further reference. Refer back to it every day, every decision, every deed, every desire. Refer back to the Word of God. But then we can say that it is our final authority, so that it does not matter what you say, nor what you think. It does not matter what I say, nor what I think, what matters is what God has said and how it is written. So this life that's living by the Word of God recognizes the book of God to be something to wonder at, something to walk in, but then something to weep over. Notice verse 136, Rivers of waters run down mine eyes because they keep not thy law. There should be an abundant sorrow for the abounding sin. America carries a load of sin, scoffs at God and His Word, 
it should be that God's preachers and God's people have rivers of waters running down from our eyes. Why? Because the people keep not the law of God. To put this book as our first and further and final authority for our faith and our practice means that our lives will be submitted to God's precepts and thus satisfied with God's precepts and submitted to God's preeminence and surrounded by God's providence and sanctified by God's presence. How do you see your Bible? Is it in truth to you the word of God, or is it but the word of men? I assure you, dear friend, it is the living word of the living God, and herein we find truths to live by. Lord, order my steps in thy word. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.